episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I'm Scott. And joining me as always, no one. I mean no one boils a potato better than him. It's Zachary Attackery! Dude, I was like, what are you saying right now? I am pretty good at boiling potatoes. Yeah, no one boils a potato better than me. Let me tell you. Let me guess. Potatoes! (laughs) Potatoes! Potatoes! They fucking love their potatoes up north. They fucking love them. So fucking dumb. How are you doing this week, pal? Uh, I'm doing Stellar. Stellar. Ooh. Stellar. Interstellar, even? Mm. <sighs> Maybe the be- the best movie of all time? Maybe. It's up Maybe. there. Maybe. It is up there. Not my favorite, but it's it's up there. Hey, shameless podcast plug. We talk about Interstellar. Ooh, we do. In yeah. our two-part movie episode that if you guys have not listened to... You guys what are you waiting that. on? Yeah, what the fuck are you waiting on? That's go, learn, a, go learn you something about go movies. Go learn you something about movies, and also that is just a, even if you're not like a super big movie fan, I think those are just super fun discussions and talks. And Yeah. It's always yeah. fun when we have our buddy Chaz on, because he's, uh, he's a good punching bag, and we love to, you know. Very true. Verbally. Speaking of punching bags, like <laughs> boxing movies are his favorite thing. So oh, true. He talks yeah. about those. So yeah, um, he he loves he loves him some of that stuff. But it's it is a legitimately very fun time. Uh yeah. go listen to those if you have not already. But we are not talking about that. We're talking Wait, about Game of Thrones. We're not talking about Game of Thrones quite yet, Scott. Jesus. How, okay, how are you, you know, doing? You know what? I do how, have something to talk about. I'm doing great. Uh I went golfing this week. Okay. I have not been golfing in probably like five or six years. Uh, and my cousin I've never been golfing in my life. You should. It's very fun. Uh, Prana, my dude. <laughs> what was that noise you said? Prana. I was gonna say Prana. probably not, but I just said Prana. Prana. Um, my cousin randomly texts me is like, "Hey, uh, do you still golf?" And I was like, "No, I I still have my clubs, but I haven't been in like five or six years." And he's like, "Well, I just got." Uh, just ordered some clubs and I really want to go golfing. And I was like, hell yeah. So even though it was like 102 degrees out, uh, we went golfing and it was, it was a hell of a lot of fun. So, did you get drunk? No, I did not. Uh, I was drinking a lot of water cause I was worried I was going to die of heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Dude, it really has been fucking unbearable. It's been dude. very hot. You can probably tell I I, I did get a little roasty toasty. You don't um, blend into your wall behind you. So. No, no, no. I, I got a little, I think you can see the lines where my sunglasses were a bit. Um, I'm proud of you, man. Were you, you sore? No, actually. That's what I was surprised about because I thought I would be sore, like especially in the shoulders and stuff, because I, I don't use those muscles or have not used them for forever. But I actually felt pretty good, and it was it was a really fun time. Um, did not die in the heat. There was a nice breeze for most of the time we were out there, and mm-hmm. we went pretty early in the morning, so it, it wasn't unbearable. I mean, it was hot. It was hot as Hades. But uh, it was very, very fun, and I'm probably looking to go more often because I was like, man, I do miss golfing. It's, it's just a... You know, I'm not super competitive with it. I'm not good, obviously, having not been in so long. But it's just kind of a cool, fun, relaxing time. So, 
That sounds fun. I'm glad you had. You a good are time. obviously not convinced. I have not sold golfing to you at all. Not huh? even a little bit. Well, listen. When you go, you can get drunk. Would that make Who's it better? Who's Hugo? <laughs> Who's <laughs> Pranda? Or what did you say, Prana? Uh, I don't know. Who's Prana? Okay. Uh, that's what I did this does, week. Can we talk going... about Game of Thrones now? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess <laughs> Just we can. Kidding. What were you saying? No, nothing. All right, fine. Nothing. Uh, nothing. This is the recap of episode. No, what the fuck were you gonna say? I honestly don't. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is episode thirty-three, Breaker of Chains, um, season four, episode three, if you so prefer. Uh, this is an interesting episode. I think I like this episode. I like this for episode. the most part. Yeah. I mean, it is. You know what's funny too is like we went in guns blazing for season yeah, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. which the first deserve, episode, de- yeah, also deservedly so. Yes, and it's not that these episodes are not good. And when I say these episodes, I mean the last last episode in this one. We were a little down um, last week on last week's episode. Uh, it is just when you when you put them next to the other episodes in season four, it's a little soft. Yes, it starts. Season four starts out with such a raging boner in in two swords, two raging boners. One might even say right that when they're not that great, which again that's an unfair comparison, but when they're not that great, they do feel a little flaccid by comparison. But I do enjoy this episode, uh, more so than than last week's. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, yeah, uh, I have to agree. Let's jump in here. I will start us off. With the recap, uh, we begin with Sir Dantos and Sansa escaping King's Landing by rowboat. Uh, Dantos takes Sansa to a larger ship offshore where Littlefinger is waiting. Littlefinger promptly has Dantos killed and tells Sansa that everyone thinks she killed Joffrey. He says she's safe now and intends to take her home. Marjorie and Olena have a chat about whether or not she's still a queen. Olena says Marjorie's situation has improved, and although she did great work with old Joffy boy, Tommen will be easier. Uh, speaking of working on Tommen, yeah. Tywin is already starting to do so while they stand over Joff's cold corpse. Tywin basically tells Tommen to, hey, listen to me, kid, and you'll go far. Oh, also, let me explain to you how to do the sex. This is Tywin's sex head course. This now definitely happens. <laughs> definitely happens. Now incestion. Incest. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Cersei, speaking of incest, <laughs> Cersei tells Jamie. How about that segue? <laughs> that was beautiful. That uh, Cersei tells Jamie that Tyrion definitely killed Joffrey and she wants Jamie to avenge their son by killing Tyrion. Jamie refuses and says the trial will determine Tyrion's fate. Uh, they start to make out when Cersei pulls away. Jamie then forcefully takes her right next to Joff's corpse in a not so great scene. Yeah, it's really terrible, actually. Yeah. Uh, somewhere that. near Fair Market, I think. Uh, Arya and the Hounds continue their journey to the Vale. They meet a farmer and his daughter, and Arya charms their way into a place to stay. And some supper, Zach. You love supper. Uh, supper the, doesn't exist. Speaking of supper, the Hound and Arya, big fans of this rabbit stew. Big, big fans. Yeah. 
Uh, the farmer asked the hound to stay and work slash protect them, and the hound agrees. Fair wages for fair work, man. Fair wages for fair work. Uh, the hound then promptly beats up the farmer and takes his silver the next morning, which makes Arya big mad. The hound tells her he understands the way things are, and she had better figure it out quick. At the wall, Sam tells Gilly that she's not safe here, being the only woman, and suggests maybe she'd be better off in Molestown. He takes her and little Sam there to try and protect them, but she is not happy about it. At Dragonstone, Stannis is pumped that the usurper Joffrey is dead, but big mad that there's nothing he can do about it since Davos set Gendry free. I think this is where you were supposed to take over, but I'm just going to finish this <laughs> paragraph. <laughs> uh, Davos says that they can hire sellswords from across the Narrow Sea, but doesn't yet know where they will get the gold. Davos has his reading lesson with Shireen and is struck with an idea. He has her write a letter to the Iron Bank of Bravos. Uh, in King's Landing... Tywin is big mad that he didn't get an invite to Prince Oberyn's full-on fuckfest at Littlefinger's brothel. Dude, I'm real disappointed I didn't get an invite to that either. Yeah, big same, big same. Oberyn tells Tywin that Joffrey was poisoned, but that he had nothing to do with it. Tywin tells Oberyn that he had nothing to do with the mountain killing Oberyn's sister. Tywin also asks Oberyn to join himself and Mace Tyrell as judges in Tyrion's trial. Tywin also promises a small council seat for Oberyn and to arrange a meeting between him and the Mountain. He does all of this to bring Dorne back into the fold because Daenerys and her dragons could be a threat in the east. Guy is just thinking 25 steps ahead. It's he insane. is. What a practical man. Pod visits Tyrion in jail and tells him about the upcoming trial and that Sansa is gone. Pod was offered a night ship to testify against Tyrion, but refused to take it. Tyrion orders him to leave King's Landing before they kill him, and they say a heartfelt goodbye. Somewhere in the north, Tormund, Egret, and the Wildlings attack a village and kill everyone but a young boy, who they send to taunt and warn Castle Black. Uh, fuck this boy, by the way. <laughs> just calling that now. He just loves potatoes. I don't know what <laughs> your problem is. Some of the brothers of the Night's Watch uh, want to ride out and fight these wildlings, but Sir Alistair and John know that that's what they want and that they have to stay and defend the wall. Gren and Ed return, uh, having escaped from the uh, mutineers at Craster's Keep. John says that they have to go and kill the mutineers before Mance can get to them and learn that there are, in fact, a th that there are, in are not, in fact, excuse me, a thousand men still defending Castle Black. Mm -hmm. In the east, Daenerys arrives at Marine, where she will probably be for the next. <laughs> I had to throw this one in yeah, there. No, that's a good, that's a good jab. <laughs> In the east, Daenerys arrives at Reed, where she will probably be for the next 3,000 years. Probably, probably. Probably. No spoilers. No spoilers. Probably. Just probably. A marine champion comes out of the gates and has himself a piss in her general direction while unleashing some sick burns on her and the Unsullied. Mm. 
Everyone wants to fight the Piss Champion for Danny, but it falls to Dario 2.0, the remix, mm. uh, to kill him, and he does so easily. Dario 2.0, the remix, is so excited by his victory that he sprays his own piss just everywhere. Just, what a fucking guy. He is the piss champion now. <laughs> this is the dumbest Who the fuck wrote this? This is the dumbest bit you've ever written ever, dude. Dude, I love piss champions so much. Daenerys tells this. I mean, it's much more interesting than what's actually happening. True. See, I gotta spice uh, up Daenerys' section. <laughs> Daenerys tells the slaves of Marine that she is not their enemy and that she will free them all as she did at Astapor and Yunkai. She then shows off her fancy new catapults by launching barrels of broken slave collars all over the walls. Mm. And that is the end of the episode. Solid episode, you know? Solid episode. Solid episode. Solid episode. It, uh, we hit a lot of Solid different... Solid episode. <laughs> characters and things uh-huh and i enjoy most of them most, most all of, of them. them most all of them <laughs> uh i'm just gonna keep talking like this just gonna listen dude everybody's is has turned off they the fucking hate us so much yeah. uh let's start at the top because i always ask you where we should start and then we just end up starting at the top yeah so, I'm just so gonna, let's just do that let's just fucking start at the top uh dantos and sansa uh, I like I, when you start at the top and work your way down, you know? I thought you liked it when I went bottom to top. I more. like when you do anything with it. <laughs> True. To be honest. Uh, so Just look at it and it's good. Dantos was a creature of little fingers. Uh, now a dead creature of little fingers. Uh, you know, Sansa, still the super naive child, is like, oh, he gave me this necklace and he's my loyal knight and blah, blah. And little fingers like... He did what I told him to do, dude. Like, yeah. he did what he, he did, did it for, for gold. gold. He did it for gold. This isn't some yeah. one of your pretty stories. Well, it's uh, funny because because she's like, when he tells her that that he did it for gold, uh, she's like, no, no, no. It's because I saved his yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gave me, and then he like cuts her off and finishing tells, like yep. finishing telling her the, the scripted ass story yes. about the fucking parents the, and the, the necklace. The necklace and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, yeah, Sansa's still super naive, uh, and Littlefinger is still playing a supreme long game. Um, I, I love his line, like, he is a cold-hearted bastard, but, again, super practical. Uh, his line about how a, a sack of gold buys a man's silence for a while, a bolt to the heart, uh, you know, buys it forever, basically. Yes, for eternity. Uh, yes, very good stuff, uh. And yeah, we we find out that this was all part of Littlefinger's plot, basically, um, and that he has been the mastermind behind a lot of things, unbeknownst to us. So, I think this reveal is super well done. Um, it's he hasn't been in the show for I feel like for so long. Maybe right. it's not as long as I'm thinking, but it's it's easy to forget that he's even out there doing things so for like them to go out this super creepy like scooby-doo ass fog boat uh <laughs> and right. like there's little figure it's like oh shit yeah of course he's behind this fuck it's just yeah. it's just a good reveal i feel like yes i agree <laughs> good excellent good podcasting uh, well no i just <laughs> i 
what I am afraid of spoiling certain things. I mean, I feel like it's what do you feel like this reveals is what I want to know. I feel like this is revealing that he had a hand in Joffrey's murder. Okay. Okay. I feel like that's you it. just spoiled everything, but okay. Well, <laughs> that's what I do. Um, I feel like that's pretty obvious at this point. No. Uh, I mean, I think it should be sure, but I think it could and also be maybe not. There is also right. <laughs> We're trying to dance around this. We don't want to get too spoily, but we do want to talk about these things. <clears throat> It's not as simple as that. There is more right. to it. Okay, that's that. I think this is fair. Okay. Right, but I think it's it's fairly apparent at this point that <laughs> at the very least, Littlefinger had something to do with Joffrey's murder. Like Dude. you don't have a ready and waiting person to smuggle Sansa out of the city, like at this point in time, ready to go. If you don't have a hand in right. that, right? Yes, yes, so. exactly. I. <laughs> I love the way you're like, uh, or I'm like, I agree. And you're like, okay, thanks. Great cool. podcast. <laughs> Great po- the back and forth between us is amazing, but Dude, we bounce off each other like nobody else. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's, um, anyway, Littlefinger <laughs> is a motherfucker. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Uh, is that all you have? Yeah, he's a, he's a real motherfucker. Yeah, he's a real motherfucker. Yeah, okay, excellent. <laughs> um, let's move on because we are dancing around this way too much. Uh-huh. Uh, Marjorie and Olena. Always lovely to see these Hell two. Yeah. Hell yeah, always lovely to see Marjorie. Uh, I might have spoiled the line Olena said last week about how, hey, your situation has gone up. You're, you're aces two thum- now. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up for your new situation. You don't have to deal with that shit. Oh, Lena does it too. She goes like this. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Regular Roger Ebert over here. Uh, she's like, yeah, you were great with Joffrey, but he was a sack of shit. No one liked him. You'll do much easier with Tommen. Oh, yeah. Dude, Tommen. <sighs> oh, you child. mean Martin Lannister? I think it was yeah. Martin, right? Mar- Martin Lannister. Freaking Martin Lannister 2.0 over He's here. He's all grown up, dude. He, it's, he his, it's just his final form, dude. <laughs> he reached his final yeah, form. Yeah, yeah. I can understand this being a little confusing for people, by the way. Is that, wait, didn't we see this kid and he got killed like a season ago? Right. Yes, you did. Uh, I'm not sure why they chose to reuse him and I just think they, they wanted him to be a little older. No, I understand that. Right. Of, of aging Tommen up. They age up most of the characters in the show. But that was literally last season. To use the same he actor. He was in the show for yes. multiple episodes. And they're just like, hey, you want to come back and play a different character? Yeah. It's like, it's a little strange. Yeah. To be I honest. mean, Game of Thrones had the budget at this point. They should have just right. got someone else. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind I mean, of an odd look, he doesn't do a bad, uh, bad job at all. As Actually, I think he plays a good Tommen. He does a fine job, but it's still weird to me that, like, this guy would have to, like, absolutely knock it out of the park for me to be like, okay, like, yeah, bring him back. He, he did a phenomenal job, but I just feel like he's, he's fine. Sure. So that's why it's still weird to me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, what does matter is Tywin yes. telling Tommen, 
It's all very straightforward, actually. Let me explain it to you. Dude, this whole this whole scene I really like. True. Good point. Uh yes. Tywin Tywin kind of quizzing mm-hmm. Tommen. And you, you can also tell that like I mean, obviously Tommen is a soft boy. Yeah. And he's gonna be very easy to manipulate. Um but he's also like he's not stupid. Sure. You know, um, he, he is able to reason out like Tywin's trivia in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, in a way that I, I don't think that like Joff could have, you know? Um, sure, <laughs> but he is still playing completely into Tywin's hands, to be Oh, fair. sure. I'm not yeah. saying that he's like, okay, that he's like got his wits about him. I'm sure. just saying that he, he's not a stupid child. Like, he, no. You know, like he he uh, he is taking in what Tywin is saying is what sure. I'm saying. Like Fair. as if it's a lesson, not as if he's been played like a fiddle. Right, which he um, is. But <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, but also like he, you can't fault that. I mean, he's no, a child no, no, no. king, and in in any situation, yes. a child king is gonna be, you know, puppeted by someone. Yes, and and you know, if you're going to be puppeted by someone, there are way worse people to be puppeted by than yeah. fucking. Tywin I'd rather have Tywin's hand in my ass than somebody else. You we know. know, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but it is a good scene. Charles Dance killing it as usual. Uh, it's just so, and Cersei kind of mentions this too. It's just so cold blooded of Tywin. To do this while they're standing next to fucking Joff's yeah, corpse. and then he gets to Joff and he's like, "Better king than him." Yeah, You'll yeah, be better, yeah, than this it's, fucking dude, fucking lump of potato, sack of potatoes. Over Ty- here. Tywin, how many times can we mention potatoes this episode? <laughs> uh, Tywin is just so cold blooded, and Cersei is just you know like, can we can we not do this right now? Like, do you? And have then she to has do to do something right else. In there that she doesn't want to do. Things it's, are not going great for poor. Well, I sirs. okay, legitimately, like for the sake of, like obviously, like well, I mean, moving forward, but I hate this shit. Like, it's a badly done scene. There was a big controversy when this episode came it's out terrible. because it was done extremely differently from the book, and there's like no legitimate, really, reason to change yeah, it. It's aside it's from it scene. just being like. Obviously, like on uh, in one on one side of it, like extremely triggering, which I'm I'm sure is a problem. I mean, it is a problem. Yeah, it's just like I mean, it is just so uncomfortable. And like, it it just kind of undoes a lot of character work for Jamie too. Yes, that just didn't need to be done that way. Yeah, and at that time, I I truly don't really understand what they were doing when they made this scene. Maybe their read on it was completely different from everyone else's, but I don't understand yeah. how that could be. Like, it's it's one thing to do an R-word scene. Sure. Which is already, like, an extremely... Touchy, yes. triggery I mean, it's just, topic. Yeah. yeah, it's already just, like, a very uncomfortable, like, area to go towards. Yes. Um. And should more than likely, I mean, I I feel like as somebody who like has to appreciate, you know, like film and just direction, it, it's there's got to be a clear reason as to yes. why why you're seeing this, like why you're why this is being put in front of you, like definitely. 
And even then, it's still there is still the case to be made of like maybe maybe you could just do without it, you know, yeah. and just like talk about it instead of show it, you know. Yes. Especially here, though, like what the fuck was the reason? Why did we have yeah. to see this? You know. Listen, yeah, that's it's that's a, a con- that's a conversation that that is probably a, a beyond our expertise. I I personally do think that there is a place in art for basically anything if you are doing it for a purpose and like have a direction sure but that's a big problem with this scene there's like there's not next to no purpose and next to no direction and that's where this scene fails ultimately yeah so it's fucked up anyway um that's bad moving on let's talk let's talk about aria and the hound they fucking uh, turn thank god because they cannot be around enough for for my taste uh, uh this whole sequence is um like you kind of want to hate the hound but you also like are like yeah dude i fucking love this guy i know he's uh, so great but at the end of the day what is this this is just another lesson for aria that mm-hmm. she is gonna take to heart and learn from and grow and you're absolutely right. Like you want to hate the hound, but also he's kind of right. Yeah, he's kind of right. Dead um, men don't need silver. Dead men don't need silver. And he tells her, "I understand the way things are." And what does he say? Like, how many Stark's heads do they have to chop off before you figure it before out? Before yeah, before you figure it out. Just oh, oh man, dude. God damn the hound. Yeah, dude needs uh, to pull some punches with Arya every now and then, man. But he doesn't. And you know what? It's she, for the better. She it is for the better, and she will better herself herself from it. Uh so many amazing lines and parts here. Yeah. Uh, I have to call out a couple. Yes. One at the very beginning. Uh the hound launching a snot rocket <laughs> while saying I doubt it to Arya is just peak television. I, I can't even remember what Arya was telling him, but he's just like Rrr! I doubt it. And I'm just like, dude, you're you're just the fucking you're best. Just I, I such fucking, a man. You're you're literally the best. It's uh, ridiculous. It's so fucking funny. I I love him to death. Uh and then when they're having this dinner. Yes. And they're saying grace or saying their prayers before was, their meal. This was my very next one. It, and and the hound is like like he's going through all of them, you know, like all of uh-huh. all the seven in the light of the seven and the hound just cuts him off and is like are you gonna say it for each one of these fuckers like you got to do all seven of the fuckers <laughs> so good and then and he Arya, finishes Father. yeah and then he finishes the prayer for him he's like and ble- the stranger won't kill us in our beds for no goddamn reason at all <laughs> <laughs> so fucking gross and Ariel's like Sorry, and just like grabs it and also like dumps the shit everywhere. Dude, they are not, they are very wasteful with that stew, by yeah, the way. Yeah, dude, don't let that shit go to waste. It is dribbling everywhere, all over them. They're so wasteful. I'm not, I'm not happy hey, with them. You think about there's that. potatoes in that stew? Oh, I bet there's lots of potatoes. Uh, Rabbit. Love me, love me some potatoes. Potatoes, love me some potatoes. You how know how you, to boil okay, a potato. Let me, here, here's a question for the podcast. Okay, here we go. 
What's, what's your, your favorite potato? What's your favorite kind of potato? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> russet. Gotta be a nice no, russet No, 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 no. Not actual potato, <laughs> you fucking moron. I knew what you okay. meant, you fucker. <laughs> By the way, it's definitely the little golden ones. Yeah, the, the little gold. It's definitely yeah. Oh, yeah, or the little the best or potato. the little red ones. The little oh, red the ones little are red ones are great. Good. Like in yeah. uh in a stew, actually, they're great. <laughs> they are. I think russet potatoes. The one I said is actually probably the worst potato. <laughs> being honest. <laughs> Hey, who's from Idaho? Let us know. Hey, hey, Idaho peeps. Uh, and also just any potato stands out there, <laughs> let us know in the comments. All right, no, but in seriousness, um, what's, what's the, fav- what's the best fries, type of potato? Right? I don't know, man. Is it? French fries I over, love, over mashed potatoes? It. Yes, over mashed potatoes. I will say. Loaded baked potatoes? No, I don't like baked potatoes much at all, to be really? honest. Really? The only other one that I would put up there with like French fries is like an like an actual just like roasted potato like in a stew slash pot roast type situation, like that shit's. You think French fries are better than like breakfast potatoes, like a like a breakfast like like home style breakfast potatoes? Those are up there, but I still take French fries. I think. Okay, what about hash browns or tots? I prefer breakfast potatoes to both of those. Okay. Curly fries or regular fries? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Curly fries or regular fries? Um, it depends. Like, they need to be just, like, like well-seasoned fry. Like, I call Wingstop's fries crack fries because you, you can't stop eating them once you started. Yeah. They've got, like, that sweet saltiness going you on. You know what needs to be said? I don't give a fuck who this pisses off. Okay. The little stringy fries, fuck those. Fuck little stringy-ass fries. Okay, I have a different take. Uh, no. Big honkin' steak fries, fuck those. Those if they're, suck. If they're crispy, I but they're really, never I they're never them. crispy. That's the thing about steak fries. When was the last time you had a crispy steak fry that does not <laughs> exist? So that does not exist, my guy. You're so triggered. I dude, I have strong opinions about fucking chunky ass steak fries. They're like raw Those on the inside. Cho- Those fucking chode ass chonkers are just they're always cold and raw on the inside. They're not crispy. They suck. I hate them. Chode ass those chode ass chonkers. I hate them. They can burn in hell. In fact, they should burn in hell because they're not crispy enough. How did it? How did this podcast come to this? Where Where did we go wrong, Zach? Where did we go wrong? Oh my god. Oh fucking hell, dude. <laughs> okay, what about what? waffle fries? What? <laughs> <laughs> waffle fries are either extreme oh. hit or extreme miss. Oh fuck me, dude. There's no like decent waffle fries. Oh. They're either really really good or really terrible. That's my <laughs> chode take on ass waffle. chunkers. Dude, chode <laughs> ass chonkers. It's the best thing you've ever seen. <laughs> no. I like a good thin, not like crazy thin. 
but like just a good crispy. It has to be crispy. That's 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 the mark of a good fries. It has to be crispy. Um, <sighs> am I am I forgetting any type of potato? I don't probably. Yeah. But Man. those are the we talked about the best ones. What's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> French fries, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was. You were just. You gave me like six. What about this? What about this? What about this? And you agree? Yeah, I agree. Oh my it's god. Do you agree that baked potatoes kind of suck? No, I actually really like you baked like potatoes. Baked, really? You just there has to be enough butter and sour cream. There has to be shit. a shit ton of <laughs> shit on them, like because they're just. Do you, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Do you like sweet potatoes? I actually. Don't think Dude, I sweet do. sweet potato fries. Oh, my God. I'm so going to be honest. I feel like I hated them as a kid, but I have not actually gone back to sweet potatoes in, like, <sighs> years and years, so maybe I'll like them now. I don't know. Dude, find, find you a place that has some good sweet potato fries because they fuck. Okay. Oh, okay. so good. Um, The little ranchy ranch. Man, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I am thinking more and more about a nice Sunday pot roast, and those might be the best potatoes. Is like, like nah, nice, they're all nice, just like. No, but they're like when they're nice. <laughs> Excellent sound effects, by the way. Nice roasted potatoes, like in gravy with some nice carrots and mushrooms and like beef. Like, that's the fucking dream, man. That shit's good. I don't. I big don't know, shouts man. to Sunday pot roast. I Dude, big shouts love to potatoes, me. man. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this whole episode is just a big shout to potatoes. Dude, can you just type out potatoes over breaker of chains? I can't. No, you would have to do that. <laughs> you're the you're the maker of our titles. Oh my god. Uh, maker of titles, breaker of chains. Uh, oh. What the fuck were we talking about? Oh, the hound and Ari. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Um, I love them to death. Uh, they're the best. The hound teaches her another solid lesson here. I don't know what else to say about these two. They're just a fucking delight on screen all the time. Yeah. Uh they Holy shit, dude. I'm like out of breath. I'm laughing, <laughs> so, laughing so much here. Uh they they really are the best. I mean, we've said this a million times, but they're they're easily the uh best duo, I think, yes. in the show. Uh Arya is one half of several of the best duos in this show. Right. Uh, and this is probably the number one for me. Um, let's see, what's next here? Uh, the wall, or uh, Sam and Gilly, I guess, is is the main stuff here. Um, Sam's in a rough spot. Like, I feel for my guy. Like, Gilly feels like he is abandoning her. And right. he he is trying to do what he feels is best for her and little Sam. And it's just, he's, he's he, my boy is in a rough spot. And I just feel bad for him. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think that he's ever, like, not been in a rough spot since he's been introduced. True. Uh, so it just makes you feel even more for him. It's like, dude, guy can't catch a break, you right. know? Right, right. Because, I mean, he's right. Like, they make a point of, as he's walking through the yard, like, talking about, like, the new recruits. It's like, raper, raper, murderer, thief, right, thief and right. raper. And it's like, Sam tries to te- explain to her, uh, these are my brothers. 
but they're bad fucking dudes. They're just terrible. They're the worst. They're awful. Yeah. And she, the main, obviously, Night's Watch member that she knows is him, and to a lesser extent, John, and they're nice, honorable guys. So she just doesn't get that. And, you know, she has no one besides Sam and her baby. So the fact that he's, you know, pushing her away or what it feels like to her is just like makes her very upset, makes him very upset. It's just it's no good. Right. Definitely. Uh, quick question. OK. I, I, I felt, feel like I should have gone back to confirm this or, or rewatch this, but I also didn't want to because it was disgusting. Um, <laughs> did I see them rinsing out like a condom in the Molestown brothel? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't know. Okay, do me a favor, and people out there, maybe I'm crazy, but go back and watch the scene where like Gilly is going into like the back room of the brothel, like as they're like finishing up their talk. There's like a pan across and it really looks like uh someone is like washing out what looks like a condom and it's it's real gross. It's a it, uh, that's a goat stomach right there, dude. That's goat intestine. It could v- very well be. Uh <clears throat> I just had to ask that question. I had to get it off my chest cuz I was like, "What the fuck did I just see?" <laughs> uh, uh wasn't a potato, I can tell you that. <laughs> But anyway, hey, speaking of potatoes, yes, yeah, speaking of potatoes, check your email. Oh, no. Do right, I have do, to do it right now? OK, all right. I'm doing it. Right doing now. it. Do it right. Fucking now. <laughs> do it right now. Oh, excellent. I yeah, 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 yeah. OK, this, this is definitely <laughs> happening. Then this is just pardon us, folks. I got I you know, there was something I forgot to do here. I'm just going to have to do a little bit of housekeeping. This has to happen. <laughs> it just needs to happen. It just needs to happen at this point. We're all here for it. Anyone who's listening is like, what the fuck is happening? Um, yeah, if you're listening, you're missing out. <laughs> you say that too often. Uh, there we go. Fixed. All right, perfect. Little big, but I don't even care anymore. We can put that over our faces. And I don't really care. <laughs> Beautiful episode thirty three. Potatoes. 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 Um, Why are you Italian? I don't know. I don't know. Uh. Okay. Let's 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 talk about Dragonstone because my boy Davos has some good shit here. Yeah. There's uh. I mean, you know what's what's interesting, and I never ever would have thought of these two as like a duo, right? Like a like when I think of like Tyrion, I'm sorry, excuse me, Tywin, Arya, oh, sure. Arya the Hound. But it's it's short lived. Obviously, there's not enough happening, which is very unfortunate. But dude, Davos, Shireen, yes, they right? go hard in the paint, man. They're so fucking good. I thought you were even going to bring up, like, Davos and Stannis have some real decent scenes. Uh, like, they're not, like, incredible, world-shaking, like, Arya Hound-level scenes. But, like, you know, you talked about it last week. 
uh, when Stannis is uh, giving Davos shit about the, the houses that he has rallied to his cause. Uh, and it's kind of a, you know, a funny little, funny little moment there. Uh, what does he say? He has some line about, like, uh, between them, they don't even have enough men to raid a pantry or something Oh, yeah, like right, 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 right. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty good, Stannis. That's pretty good. Uh, but yes, Davos and Shireen are absolutely fantastic together. Uh, what does he tell her? He's like, because she, she's given him shit for being late, basically. Right. She's like, how are you going to serve the king? Right. Like, when you can't even say, like, if you say Kniggit or yeah. something like that. like Which is very, very funny. And I, uh, he's like, and me, it was like, that happened once weeks ago and then he tells her you're your father's daughter no mistake bloody relentless the both of you and i'm just like god damn davos you're so Dude, i love you're that so man fun. yeah uh he has another amazing line uh when he's talking to her about bravos and she says something effective like uh my father says pirates and smugglers are both the same or both evil or bad or something right 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 and davos just goes your father lacks an appreciation for the finer points of bad behavior and i'm like that's my (laughs) fucking dude davos that's my dude uh but they're great together and we get another because it's like it it is definitely like uh like how you have criminals who like have their boundaries right like (laughs) nope no i'm not a pirate i'm a smuggler definitely not a pirate i'm a smuggler they're different It's cool. Um, and here we see even more coming to fruition, the, you know, the seeds that were planted about the Iron Bank. And yes, Davos has himself an epiphany, you might say. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's, I think it's fine to. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> um, we, we talked about, I. I'm almost certain, Scott, that we talked about this when the Iron Bank was introduced in conversation between Tyrion and Bronn. Bronn, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but very quick, catching you guys up to the up to speed, like they are the basically the bank, uh, in the known world that we right. have here. Um, <clears throat> and the Crown has spent a lot of their money. They have borrowed an ass ton of money. From the bank, and I think Littlefinger says tens of millions at one tens point. Of, tens of millions, yes. In debt to the Iron Bank, yeah. <clears throat> and in when we get this scene between Tyrion and Bronn a couple seasons ago, uh, or la- last season, last I'm season, sorry, that, season, yeah, that was yeah. last season. Um, Tyrion's you know explaining how debt works to Bronn, but he he says, look, if like one way or another. They they get theirs. Yes. You know, uh, if it's not directly from taking our money mm-hmm. or us paying them back, they will fund our enemies. They will fund our enemies, yes. Um, so uh, Davos knows this because mm-hmm. he is a, a now a learned man. Yes. Uh, he knows how to say Kniggit properly. Kniggit. Uh, so they're talking about like he makes a comment about the Iron Bank or something something like that. How does how does it come up in in conversation? Uh, he's talking about how he was almost beheaded by yes. a, a bravosi that worked for the Iron Bank, I believe. Right, yeah. and uh, he has the bright idea to go ahead and send a letter to the Iron Bank uh, to get funding for their army, basically. Um, which 
I, I do think is it's smart on Davos, but it's also look, the bank wants to get their money. Mm-hmm. Like think about it like this. Let's yeah. think about it logically for a second. Uh if Stannis is the rightful heir mm-hmm. or the rightful king. They would help him become the king and then be like, hey, you owe us all that money. <laughs> or like, would they not view him as, oh, so you're the rightful king, so technically the debt's yours. No, we're not going right. to help you. You know what I mean? Like, right. <clears throat> I see where you're going with that, and I know what you're saying, but I, I think it has more to do with the fact that, and this is explained a little bit more in detail in the books, but like, um, at some point... I believe it's Cersei kind of makes the call to stop paying, making payments to the Iron Bank. Right. Uh, so then at that point, the Iron Bank's like way to deal with that is going to be like, well, we're going to go loan money to someone who will make payments to us, who will put you out of power. Yeah. Basically. So I see where you're going with it. Like the, the reasoning seems a little bit weird and circular, but uh, that's kind of the way they do things. That's the way they operate. That's how they get back at you, if you will, if uh, you're not making your payments type of thing, if you don't pay your debts. And uh, that's what Davos is counting on. And it's basically. pretty funny that uh, Lannister's <laughs> phrase yes. is, oh, Lannister definitely. always pays their debts, but yeah. Yeah. Big time. Uh but they, you, they, those two are a delight together, as always. Love Shireen and Davos, and I'm glad you called that out because they are just super fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this brothel scene with Oberyn and Tywin. Oh my fucking lord! Is, is insane. Amazing in so many ways, but my absolute bar none favorite part about it is at the very beginning when Tywin comes in. All the whores, pardon me, uh, are dismissed from the room. Uh, Full-on orgy fuckfest was just happening here. Oberyn is laying there, and he gestures to Tywin. (laughs) Would you like to sit? The way Charles Dance looks at him and, like, looks at the bed, which I'm sure is just covered in just so much jizz, is exquisite. And just... No, thank you. Is Mwah. dude, so I, funny. If I'm so looking amazing. at uh Pedro Pascal on that bed, I'm diving mm. right in. <laughs> True. Yeah, you would. You're you're going in head first and ass first. Yeah, both at the same time. Both somehow. at the same time. Yes. you'll figure it out. Uh, but this scene is incredible. But that part alone, just, <laughs> would you like to sit? No, thank you. Which is like the best face in the world is. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, I feel like... So Charles Dance has, has always had, like, kind of this, like, snarky, like... Maybe not... Maybe snarky's not the right word. Um, uh, maybe a little. Like, this... Just this, like, little smirk. Aloof. He's very aloof. Well, I'm talking specifically about this smirk. Sure. Uh, he has had it like more so like last episode with mm. his scene with Oberyn and then in yeah, this scene yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it's, this little it's like, maybe an Oberyn smirk. yeah it's it's yeah, like yeah. a like you are 
a fucker. <laughs> right. Well, he kind of, unlike with most of the people he deals with who he just kind of tramples all over, I think he understands that he has to be a little bit more careful with someone of Oberyn's caliber. Because yes. he does need Dorn. Right. And Oberyn is also just an extremely dangerous person. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's also not every day that he's going toe-to-toe with people who, like, can just take out a knife and, like, actually kill him. Right. And, and, and Tywin even addresses that uh, when Oberyn starts calling him on, you know, you gave them out in the order, all this. And Tywin says, and here I am, staying alone, unarmed, should I be concerned with myself? Right. But they both acknowledge Oberyn's like, you know me better than that, which is why you're alone and unarmed. Right. So, yes, there is there's there's a bigger degree of respect for Oberyn. Not that, you know, he might just pull out a knife and shank him, but that uh, bad things might happen if you just openly piss off this guy. Yes. And again, as Tywin tells him explicitly we need Dorne back in the fold. The Seven Kingdoms yeah. are not the Seven yeah, Kingdoms. Yeah, I mean, he's... he's. I, I love that... So, like, okay. I love both sides of it. Like, mm-hmm. when somebody's playing the game and they've got schemes and they're not... Like, they're keeping secrets. Right. It's cool to see those secrets unfold. But then I also really respect the game when it's like, no, I, I, this is why yeah. I'm offering this, this to you. I want you guys in the fold. Yeah. There's this. You guys are the only people who have ever been able to, like withstand the dragons mm-hmm. uh i want you guys on our side like like i'm just gonna be straight with you and i and i love that you know yep. it it's cool too because you can only really ever get that type of conversation and get that result when you're dealing with two people who are like this yes. right who like are straight shooters no bullshit um yeah it's just a cool dynamic and I, are I, who, I like them a lot right and it are people of such importance and like magnitude in the politics of this world that they can you know swing those dicks and be just like no yeah this is this is what it is yes uh there might be like you know more to this and background like shadiness but this is kind of what it is because like i i you mentioned his smirk and the time i think it was the most present is when oberon just straight up asks him you deny having any involvement in like my sister's death and over and uh Tywin just goes categorically <laughs> and just like there's just this long silence then between them and yeah there's like just the tiniest hint of a smirk there on Tywin's face and it's like it's almost like he's saying like even if you know I'm lying and I think we both don't do know I'm lying like what can you do about it? What yeah. can you really you gonna truly fucking kill do me right now? Right, like, exactly. Is that what you're gonna do? Okay, right. It is. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal scene. Like just all the way around. Uh, yes. Oberyn just being a cocky asshole. I love how <laughs> Tywin tries to claw that. He's like, Oberyn's like, yeah, the king was poisoned, and Ober and Tywin's like. You studied poisons the Citadel, didn't you? And Oberyn's like, yeah, that's how I know. <laughs> yeah. That's I how I know how he was like, poisoned. Is this an interrogation? Like, right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's so good. Their back and forth is so good. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I know. I fucking, that's how I, I know. I know Duh. about this shit, dude. <laughs> it's very, very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I wanted to call out, I think it was last season. 
I kind of sort of posed the question of when Joffrey was talking to Tywin about the dragons and he basically hand waves it. I was like, is Tywin being short-sighted here? Is this, you know, should we like dock him points, metaphorically speaking? Right. Like he's not recognizing this as a threat. Uh, but I feel like that was just, you know, another him manipulating whatever you want to say with Joffrey because he does acknowledge this as the, he does. Yeah. Well, it, it's I mean, I think it's a I think it's several things like, sure. yes, it was manipulating Joffrey. But two, like, I think it's just like. His pragmatism, too, of mm-hmm. like, like, even though, yes, that is a threat. Like what it what is what good is going to happen of us worrying about that now when we right. have so many other things that need to be exactly. addressed for sure um so yeah it, he's he's just ahead of the game man it's it's it, it's insane he truly truly is and he's turning a well at least attempting to turn an enemy into an ally yes and that is you know a smart play and for now he seems to have him you know somewhat on his side to be the third judge in Tyrion's trial um speaking of Tyrion and his trial yeah this is the scene i want to talk about this pod scene is like it hurts my heart man dude it is (laughs) this scene with pod so good and pod has this this face where you're just like dude i just want to hug you man like i i love this motherfucker so much you love Um, pod sex god we know that a pod sex god does fuck literally um (laughs) but uh no man this this scene like it starts off as a categorically uh just good scene (laughs) you know like it's just it's on par with with what we get from from peter dinklage Mm -hmm. with with last episode being the one exception uh it's just good and then and then pod stops and he says one more thing i was offered a knight a knighthood uh i'd be called sir podrick or something like that i don't know like uh, to testify against to testify against you and Tyrion, without hesitation is essentially like okay you did it right like you fucking agreed with that yeah like uh and he's like no absolutely not and Tyrion is like Adamant. you are a fucking idiot, dude. Yeah. Like, like you have no reason. Like, you need to do that. Like, right? Ba- basically, you're gonna be killed. Right. Ex- not only are you refusing a knighthood, but if you don't go along with what they want, they'll just kill you. Yes. Uh, it starts off as a nice request and a nice, nice prize, right. and if you deny it, they will just kill you. Essentially, yes. is what he said. I mean, paraphrasing, obviously, right, but right. uh. And I think I'm, we're, we're obviously not doing it justice. The manner in which Tyrion responds to this is just like so he's not concerned about himself. Right. And he is always concerned about himself. True. Tyrion is always like, I need to be saved. I need protection. I, mm-hmm. where, you know, where's Bronn? Where's my brother? Whatever. Like he, he always feels that. And for in this moment for him to be like, it, I'm kind of too far gone now. Like, Podrick, you are a yeah. great person, and I need you to take care of yourself. It's such a great scene. Yeah, it says a lot about the situation that Tyrion's in and probably how he is feeling his chances are. 
Um, yes. Like you said. Uh, and then also just like, uh, you know, you truly feel it in the moments, I think, right at the end when Tyrion tells him there has never been a more loyal or faithful squire than you. And it's just like, oh, my and he, God. And Pod, Pod the sex god Pain hits him with the old side smirk, just like the. Yeah. And it's like, oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, this scene fuck. hurts my heart. It Dude, does. Yeah. I fucking love Pod. How can you not love Pod? Yeah, it's so man. great. It's uh, it's great. But I, I I appreciate what you said about how Tyrion is, you know, a pretty selfish character. But he does have his moments, you know, where he sure he truly is. I feel like a good person where he, you know, uh, has intervened on Sansa's behalf before and, you know, definitely uh, cares for her. Just because he is prioritizing making sure that he right. stays alive does not, necess- does not mean that he is not, on the other hand, prioritizing bettering, you know, others. things around him. Yes, and, and, and others. Yeah, exactly. so no, like, I, I don't know that selfish is the right word, but just... Right, right, right. Right, you guys, you guys understand what we're saying. You, you um, get what we're saying. You get, you get what, what we're saying. fucking laying down. You're picking up what we're putting down. Um, and yeah, dude, this this scene uh, just speaks volumes. It's so it's, good. It's uh, tough. And it's not often that you're gonna get a scene like this with Pod. No, you know, right? He, true. Because he's just like kind of kind a of fly a goof. on the wall sometimes. Yeah. Kind of a goof. Yeah. Uh, see, so yeah, I gotta love it. Gotta call it out. It was great. Yeah, I I, I was watching this. I I didn't think i would be like finding myself just going oh so much but yeah i was i i also need to to make one call out here uh in preparation for for future episodes and also call back to episodes episodes yes call back to some old episodes too uh these dungeons do do grace us with some oh with some bitching ass scenes uh Uh, the ned scenes with Varys in season one are great True. This is great, and you motherfuckers better buckle up because this is gonna get fucking. There are toit. at least two more that I can think of off the top of my head that are incredible scenes. So yeah. yes, uh, stay tuned for some dungeon scenes because holy shit! I need to ask you. I... <laughs> so, uh oh. <laughs> What now? Uh, we're gonna give you guys a little peek behind the curtain here uh prior to starting recording i confessed to scott that i didn't really have too many notes on this episode oh true um and we're at an hour i have i have a note here oh and i don't oh excellent let's hear it just read it to... just read it verbatim that's fine yeah just a hit man us. with his cock in his own asshole Oh, who says uh, that? Where is that from? Yeah, where is that? Cock in his own. I can't. Who the fuck is says it, that? Is it the Daenerys? Is it the piss champion? Something about. Oh, it is. I think it it's is. piss champion. It is. Yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. It is, it is. It's Masande translating what yes. the piss champion is saying. Uh, piss champion character of the week for sure. By the way. Let's just get that out of the way right now. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, a couple more sequences here. Uh, mainly the Night's Watch stuff. Uh, so, obviously, the Wildlings attack the village. We get our potato lovers. Uh, <laughs> some of whom are now dead. And one of who is now at Castle Black warning them that uh, the Wildlings are coming. 
regular Paul Revere. The over red here. cloaks are cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I appreciate that Sir Alistair tries to like bait Jon Snow into like saying and doing a dumb thing. Right. And Jon is just like. And Jon is like, no, we can't. That's what they want. We can't go after right. them. Um, so good little character moments for both of them, I feel like. Uh, and then we get Gren and Ed back. I'm so happy to see the both of them. You know I love Ed, and I do love Gren. Right. And also uh, in, in the same breath of, like, the, the Alice or John thing, mm-hmm. after Gren and Ed get back and they explain what the fuck happened at, you know, Craster's right. Keep, you get another very good, like, John and Alistair yep. exchange where John's like, okay, well, we have to go do this yeah. one. Okay, we have and, to go do this, though. And Alistair's like, we just fucking talked about yeah. this. And John's like, we, no, yeah. guys, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, yeah. And it's almost like, it's like, wait, John, hold you- on, Scott. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Have you seen? Oh, no. Have you seen that meme that's fucking everywhere right now of the guy who's doing like bungee jumping and he's going to get pushed off and he's like trying to stop them because he's afraid no. and he's like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> no, no, I am not. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you. Okay. That's the way we said that right now. Let me Just, tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that sounds very amusing. I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, but no, what I was going to say is just like, John having to explain to them, listen, I know you guys think I went over to the wildling side and like I'm a, a wildling myself. I told those fuckers we have a thousand men at Castle Black and we all know that's a load of horse shit. So my whole thing with this is like, John, why didn't you tell them like this before? Like when you were trying yeah. to defend yourself. But they probably just wouldn't have believed him. But I just think it's right, funny now right. how he has to tell them, like, no, listen, Mance thinks we have a thousand men because that's the fucking lie that I sold to him. Uh, we have to take care of these fuckers because right. they will get tortured and, and they will spill their guts instantly. The the there's a very good, like ominous um, one liner that John says, which right. I think is very good, where he says Mance has all the tools to, to destroy us. Yes. He just doesn't know it yet. Yep. Uh, or I, I don't know if I got that verbatim, but that's essentially what he says. Right. And, um, and it's like, damn. Yeah. There's something to the effect of like each one of us would have to kill like a hundred wildlings or something like that. And Pip is just very like quietly kind of like, I don't think I can kill <laughs> wildlings. And <laughs> it's like, Pip. yeah, poor Pip. Yeah. No shit, my dude. Um, so yeah, this, uh, this sets up, uh, you know, uh, an expedition, uh, back to Craster's Keep, which uh, is is some interesting good stuff. This definitely none of this happened in the book, by the way. This is uh, it, and it and it's so good. It is good. It's so I've, good. You know, I I constantly hear. You know what? This is this is almost showing my your dick. Um, what? No, maybe just like <laughs> lack of uh, like self accountability. Um. I constantly hear Game of Thrones fans be upset at like how how many deviations from the books there are. Sure. And in my opinion, it's like, yo, if some if it's able to provide provide new stuff to the story, you know, um, like have you never like as a reader of anything been reading something and been like, oh, it would have been cool if blank mm-hmm. 
it's like, well, why can't somebody who actually has the means to to make that do that, you know? Uh, if it's going to be good and better the story. And this right. is one of those examples. That's that's where I land as well. I, I you know, I, I do too often be like, oh, this is what happened in the book or this is it. But I do try and separate them as much as possible in my mind because I can enjoy each separately yeah. for their similarities and for their differences. And the the self-accountability thing that I'm talking about, though, is I really struggle doing that with Harry oops. Potter. Oh, true. You do. The, the movies are, are, are mostly terrible, though, so... Yeah, so that makes it harder. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but yes, this this I feel like is is a very good deviation. Yeah, you know, we talked earlier in this episode there was a very bad deviation from the books, uh, and that just shows that if you're gonna change something, just make sure you do it right. because yeah. otherwise you're double fucked. Because yeah. then you're like, why did you change uh, do, it? Do you and like it was me bad. Double fuck. You do a piss in your yeah. It's asshole, like you know right? I always I like. What? I, I meant to say cock in your asshole. Piss in my but asshole. I just said piss in your asshole. That's how Scott I, practices I was his thinking aim. of the piss champion again. I, I'm always thinking about the piss champion. Um, it's like uh, like I I, I say this. I feel like I say this often about like uh, art or media. It, like it's not always about who does it first, right? In this case, the book versus the the show. Sure. It's about who does it best, right? right. Like, if it, if something is done better in the show and it's not in the books or it's not true to the books, then fuck off, you know, get fucked. Yeah. It's it's better. Hundred <laughs> percent. Fuck off and get fucked, indeed. Fuck off and get fucked. My motto, uh, dude. My life <laughs> mantra, right there. <laughs> true. Uh, last thing here is the East, of course. Uh. Dude, Definitely. it's your boy Dario, man. Well, Dario 2.0, I was just going to say, uh, Marine's got to be a quick stop, right? Like, just in and out, Dude, quick yeah. pit stop. Uh, She's like, hey, I'm going to just stop by, set these guys uh, free, and Yeah, 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 and then I'm out. on my way. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely going to happen. Uh, Piss Champion is my new favorite character ever, like. Hell yeah to that dude. <laughs> dude, you were you're trying so hard to make your bit relevant, but boy, so let me tell you, reading that, I was so like hard. This is a little this is a little choppy here. Listen, it's that's most I put listen. that most listen. I put that mostly on your shit reading. My piss champion bit was gold. Gold, I say. <laughs> uh Dario, I don't I I've said it before, I don't like Dario 2.0. I don't. Yeah, I mean, you don't... I don't like him. Well, okay, maybe it is specifically just 2.0, but I I feel like you just don't like Dario. No, I kind of liked the first one. He was, like... I don't dislike him. Like, I certainly didn't dislike him from the books, and I... There's nothing about, like, his character or the things that he does that would make me dislike them. I, I, I don't like the way this actor plays him. Interesting. His take on Dario is just yeah, different than what exactly. you want. And also there's the fact that it's just like you started with something closer to what I think I did like and was closer to the book. Still not exact one to one for sure. And then you were just like, no, we just need to make this guy like grungy and hot and just like, yeah, like a bad boy. And it's like. I don't know. It just it's funny because I feel like the other one had more of the bad boy aesthetic. This one is more like the in, like the indie, like yeah, he, uh, oh, big time. Yeah. This dude, this dude definitely is the lead singer for an indie band, yeah, like a hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred. That's a good call out. Yeah, I mean, he's still like maybe not bad boy was the wrong word, but like 
The other one, there was more of like a kind of snarky, like shitty confidence jock. to him. Yeah, like a jockish vibe that I was kind of into. Not that I'm into that, you know. Uh, <laughs> and this one just, I don't know, he just kind of seems lame more than anything. He, he just seems, like to me, he seems soft. Yeah, that too. Like in like an indie singer. <laughs> <laughs> like even the way he just stands there and like waits for the horse. Like yeah, like, like he he just I don't know. Like it's like, dude, you you don't impress me that much. They should have let Barristan fight him. Um, Barristan oh, would cool. kick that guy's ass. I mean, you think Dario Barristan... also kicked that guy's ass? To be yeah. fair, you think? But... Ba- I mean, Barristan would have done it on horseback, right? I don't know. Barristan would have done something cool. I don't know. <laughs> You think Barrison would have just flung his entire fucking sword at him? <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty sick, actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I don't have much to say about this yeah. other than it was okay. very funny, like, Missandei translating, like, yes. you know, reluctantly translating the whole thing. Uh, Piss Champion's got jokes, man. He's got jokes so for days. Let's, let, let's go ahead and be a little objective here. D- Daenerys is doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she is doing a good thing. Uh, and to those of you who, who have not like dived into the lore of Game of Thrones, or this is your first watch, uh, through, uh, Marine is like the fucking, like, it's a the, meme. Huh? Marine is basically a meme uh, well, at this point. I mean, it is right. Yeah. But I like Marine as far as like his not i guess maybe not history but just like world building in general like this is like the slave capital like this is this is the and also the richest like biggest most powerful city in this area of Essos of this area yes of slavers bay like you could argue like volantis is like the slave capital sure uh, okay right that's that, that's probably true but um, of this area sure it looks impressive in the show by the way like props to like I think, like, the CGI and stuff does work for me here. I think it looks, like, the city looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, does. Even when, um, you know what, dude? Actually, this is, I haven't thought about this until now. Even when the rider comes out, mm-hmm. how small he looks. Yeah, 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 in comparison to. It gave me, it gave me uh, Troy vibes. Oh, sure. I can see that. Uh, which I love Troy, you know, so. Troy's great. Troy's fucking amazing. Troy's great. Um, yeah, this look. champion should have been. Daenerys. <laughs> Looked hot as fuck. Masande looked hot as fuck. True. True, true, true. Um, Dario <laughs> looked hot as fuck. Dario looked like the lead singer of an indie band. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking Jared Leto over here. Um, <laughs> Jared Leto. True. And, um, yeah, she's doing some good things. It, it just... Boy, if this is your first time watching the show, just... <sighs> Just pitch a tent, man, because we're going to be here for a while. Oh, you don't have to tell me to pitch a tent. Uh, this is, I, I hesitate to even bring this up because this is such a a shitty criticism because I can't even imagine how difficult it must be to act in a foreign or a, a made up language, actually, for that matter. But her yelling out this stuff to these to these to these people and doesn't Marine. work for you it's just i was just like this is this is so lame and cringe and like i don't think she's selling this very well and again this isn't even a fair criticism and i shouldn't have even brought it up because 
acting in a made-up language must be hell. Like, that sounds difficult. Yeah. Uh, I, I appreciate that, the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> you being a little introspective here. Uh, thank you. I do what I can. Uh, anyway, it's, you know what? Launching those slave collars, that, that was cool. And, and the, the way she's attempting to pit the, the slaves and the masters against themselves inside of Marine, like destroy Marine from within you know for yeah. lack of a better way to say it like good idea good on you cool cool thought process way to go there yeah. you go there's my nice Daenerys thing of yeah, the day for sure uh let's fucking do who be thrown in this episode's long as hell uh who be thrown in who be thrown in um where we last left off uh marjorie tyrell i believe that was her first uh first place ranking of who be thrown in she was at number one obrin was at two olena was at three time was at four and sansa her first appearance i believe at number five i definitely took the time to get a new picture of sansa uh ignore this this <laughs> definitely is, season is two fine. as sansa <laughs> 12 year old um she doesn't make the list right like she's yeah no yeah, fuck okay. no just, are you kidding me i just me? wanted to make sure uh Oberyn and ty would definitely make the list yes i agree uh does marjorie make the list i think probably no i don't think so her I and would... her and elena have a very brief scene and it's it's good it's fine but i i think there's others like the the only thing that's going to put them on the list is positioning so we we need to we need to figure out who else we want on and if their reasons outweigh simply just positioning okay i think they're gonna fall fair enough we can leave them for now but i'm going to say uh where are you my guy uh the fucking hound has to make the list agreed he he has a phenomenal episode yeah Uh, absolutely agreed who do you think um, I was actually kind of thinking maybe, I was kind of thinking John. I could see a John. But also, and you're not going to like it, I could also see a Danny. I could see a Danny. I don't love it, but I can see it. Um, another character, hold on, let me find Danny. Where are you? Well, I know you're in here. There you are. Uh, another character I would like to make a strong push for, I think this character had an amazing episode, is my guy, Sir Davos. Okay. Uh, not only just performance-wise, he was very funny, but I do think you know him having the idea and writing to the Iron Bank is a big deal. So I think on both counts... Uh, my boy Sir Davos deserves to make. Interesting. Okay. Well, now we have a little too many people. <laughs> we definitely do. Uh, is there anyone? Do you want to consider like an Arya? She's just great as usual. I mean, she is great as usual, but I think the Hound stole it from her. I I agree. She was a little... like very much in the same way that I don't think that we can have both Marjorie and Elena. I think it'll be either one or the other, <sighs> if they're even that. gonna be on. You know who has to make the list. Are you going to say gonna Pod? No. Well, maybe. Uh, Littlefinger has to make the list. 
like his 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 engineering of what is going on in King's Landing is pretty masterful. I mean, it is. Um, I just I feel like you're saying that with with God perspective. Mm. No, we talked about like he is maneuvering. He is doing his maneuvering. I don't. I just don't think that the episodes are really flushing it out enough. <sighs> I think I disagree. Uh, who else did you say? Pod? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want him. Okay, I I was gonna say yes, but we do have too many here. I think Marjorie and Olena can come down. Okay, I'm okay with that. All right, who who's number one in your eyes? I I my heart says Davos. I don't agree with but that. But I, I that probably won't fly. So I would have to say it's between Oberyn and Tywin. Not the Hound. I, or the Hound. Yeah, I could see anyone. So them. in my opinion, it was either Tywin or the Hound. Yeah, I was gonna I was just about to say I think Tywin slightly gets the better of Oberyn in their conversation. Yeah, I mean so he's slightly. also in charge. He like he he's right. he's bringing Oberyn along for the ride. I would be totally fine with either the Hound or Tywin at number one. You make the call. Uh, I'm gonna go Tywin. Okay. I do not disagree. So we're good with the Hound at two then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Hound goes to two. Does that put Oberyn at three? Do we think someone else? Um, maybe not, actually. Man, does Oberyn for sure make it? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not in this episode. Like, maybe he, not. His, other than his gesture to have a seat. <laughs> have a seat. I mean, he's very, very good in that entire he scene. He is. That's not he fair. is, for sure, but... I don't think it's quite the caliber. What, how like would you for, feel for that about... to be the only merit, like for that to be the only reason he's on. Sure. How would you feel about Davos at three? Because that's who I feel of these people we have left. That's who I feel the most strongly about. Yeah. You know what? This is the episode where he sends the. Yeah. Shireen do the letter. Ah, that is, That's a you know what? I, I think I think I'm okay with that. I I, I agree. I do okay. agree with that. Um, I think I think I'm gonna say Danny Littlefinger, in that order. I was just about to say I think we can cut John safely out of these. I think he is definitely the odd man out. I think he had a solid episode, but not like an incredible episode. I do think it's it's these three. I don't necessarily do disagree with. Daenerys and Littlefinger. You said Daenerys first, then Littlefinger. Yes. Man, I, I, it feels wrong to leave Oberyn off here, but you might be right. I just don't think this is the episode for Oberyn. I mean, it's. It, All it's, right. He's great and he's cool as fuck, but he, I mean, he has had his time to shine, and he will have more time to shine. Like. All right. This ep- like what he it. does in this episode doesn't do anything compared to everything else that we're gonna get from him. That's true. Uh, 
you probably won't hear putting Littlefinger at four and Danny at five. I mean, make your case, but I, I just don't. See I mean, it. I just think that like his his maneuvering to get Sansa out of King's Landing and into his quote unquote custody, as well as yeah, I mean, we talked about it. He obviously had some hand in Joffrey's death, and he is making moves, and he did it in I, a way think, where okay, he is beyond suspicion basically uh i all daenerys did would launch some catapults and kill the piss champion well i mean no <laughs> come on man daenerys has conquered cities and is on to the big bat to, to the to the yeah, next one but she hasn't conquered marine yet like she hasn't accomplished much at marine yet yet stress on yet but it's not there yet Oh boy! I'll concede. That's fine. Let's just let's just try it on for size. I mean, it's yeah, gonna feel right because I don't it. I don't love Danny. Hey, <laughs> it feels look, right. That feels that feels real good. If you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is who be throwing. All right. Uh, for this week, uh, once again, that is Tywin at number one, the Hound at number two. Davos Seaworth at three, Littlefinger at four, and Daenerys at five. That's a list. Solid episode. Solid, solid episode. episode. Yeah, solid episode. Potatoes. I totally had already forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old potatoes. Hey, hit us down in the comments or in the Discord. Uh, hit us with your potato opinions, your hot, hot potato takes. Oh, yeah. Hot and also, French if we fries. forgot about a certain type of potato, we got to know. I'm Let sure us know do. how you like to make your potatoes. Because I'm going to try of, some recipes. I kind of feel bad because we dismissed mashed potatoes very quickly and didn't have a... I mean, mashed potatoes, fuck. They're, they're very good, yes. I, I just want it to be known that I don't dislike mashed potatoes. Here's the true question. Brown or white gravy? To be honest, dude, I don't fuck with gravy on mashed potatoes. That is... I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no. The nope. F- don't... Nope. It's called mashed potatoes and gravy. No, dude, just leave. I mean, this whole time we were talking about mashed potatoes, not and gravy. Well, that's because the and gravy is so, like, ingrained in part of it. You just, you can... It's assumed. Nope. I can't even believe nah, what's dude. happening right now. I don't. We like need gravy. to end this episode oh, before I kill you. But like, that's like mac and cheese. You don't just have just mac. <laughs> you psychopath. I mean, we weren't talking about fucking just noodle types. No, but I'm saying it's that important and integral to the whole is the gravy. <laughs> No way, dude. What the fuck is happening? My worldview is shattered. Who are you? You're no friend of mine. What is happening here? What I'm learning and finding out through this is that my my opinions my on potatoes. potatoes my potin No, no, I almost said my potinions. <laughs> it sounds like something that's growing on your feet. Uh, yeah, my potinions. I gotta get medication for my potinions. Uh, my potato opinions are much stronger than I ever even realized, <laughs> is what I'm Apparently, finding out. dude. Uh, uh, take us the fuck out of here, Zach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you guys love potatoes, follow our Instagram. 
Follow our Twitter. Ooh, ooh, potato bread and potato buns, especially. Oh, potato buns are some of the fucking Bucking best. Rule, dude. There's the potatoes. We forgot. We got you. We got you, chat. <laughs> we got you, chat. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook at We Don't Want a Pod. Shoot us a DM if you guys are trying to get involved Man. in the Discord. We'll send you buns. an invite link. Shut the fuck, fuck up. Fuck my asshole, dude. <laughs> Potato buns are so good. Potato buns are fucking good. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening as always. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of our uh, potato bullshit. And we will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Potato tier list coming soon. <laughs> well, now we got to do it. <laughs> oh shit, how the fuck did it go?